Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>forty seconds of the show. Otherwise I'm just a coach. Yeah, crack that open on yeah, mic. Right, right, yeah. Whatever. It's not like no, we're not no, drinking beer. Listen, I, I can I can move so slowly <laughs> as to be almost invisible. Hydrax. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? About an hour. <laughs> Tracks. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 25. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. And, and we, we watched, watched The Meteor Man. Man. All right, Todd. So before we get into anything. Anything. We have to do a disclaimer. Yes. We are two white dudes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the first all produced, all directed, written African-American Starring. superhero movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So and please, like, if we if we say anything negative about this movie, it is not coming from a... We're yeah. just talking about the structure of the movie. I don't want anyone to think we're racist, racist. or anything. No, yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I think it's fair to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember when this came out because it was a big deal. It was. It was a super big deal. It was a super big deal. It's yeah. not based on a prior property. No. But Marvel did do a miniseries adaptation after the movie came out. Oh, that's right. It was a big deal. And it was, you know, Robert Townsend, who had had some success as a comedian, Hollywood Knights, mm, Hollywood Harlem, Shuffle. Harm, Harlem Knights. Nope. That's Eddie Murphy. So it's the uh, <laughs> Yep. It's not Hollywood. Hollywood Knights is the one we talked about during uh, Wanted. So, <laughs> so then it's got to be Hollywood Shuffle. Yes, because you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Let's just double check that right here. Was it Harlem? Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle. He directed, produced, and wrote it. Was he, it? Was he also part of? I'm gonna get you, sucker. Um, he he was not. There are there were other people in this movie. There so, are crossover th- people. Yeah, okay, so that may be why. That's the other thing. I think this movie cast is a who's who of black Hollywood performers, and and also. Pop culture, like, yeah. Oh, sure, that's true. Yeah, I music. Mean, that's right. Well, uh, I meant uh, pop culture actors, also. Like we've got uh, Benson, we've got Darth Vader, oh, oh, oh we've yeah, got right. War Machine, right, right, right. 
The second one. The second one. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the movie's a big deal. So let's acknowledge that. Hey, that's great. We are both advocates for diversity and inclusion. Absolutely. So we're good there. However, this is not about, this is not a, the, when we shit on this movie, which we're about to, <laughs> it's not going to be because it was a, a black film. No, no, no. Right? It's because the film the, doesn't make any okay, fucking all right, sense. Perfect. All right. So I think I'm I good believe with the that. noodle. Uh, had yeah. many things to say. Oh, I've got a quote from him uh, hey. in my notes here. Yeah, we tried to get, uh, tried to get the noodle. So the noodle watched basically the whole thing with uh-huh. me, and he had some funny lines and quips. I'm like, dude, get on mic, and he will not. So he's, a, he's our white whale. He. That's right. That's right. That's not like white, like no, racist. That's thing, not. But that was that a was, poor, that choice, was a of poor choice of words. Oh no. Yeah. 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 So oh, holy. So God. since we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes, what are we drinking? Thanks, Bob. All right. So so I, I was telling you before we got on mic, uh-huh. headed over to Branching Out today, where we get all of our beer, uh, located in Township 5 in the Camillus area here. Uh, I actually knew what beer I was going to get walking into the store. Actually, driving to the store, I knew what I was going to get. I was like, this is the easiest trip I've ever made. I know they have it. I've seen it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that. It's going to be perfect. I got there. And Carissa was working. Barley, uh, Barley didn't even get up to greet me. Hmm. I wonder if he's feeling okay. I don't know. Uh, she says, "Hey." I said, "Hey, here's you know watching the Meteor Man. I know what I'm getting. You've got this beer." I told her the name, and she's like, "Ooh." We walked over. She had one can left. I was like, "No!" <laughs> so scrambled a little bit, but I'm happy with what we got. Our beer this evening is brewed by Captain Lawrence Brewing Company. That brewery is about 10 years old. They are down in Elmsford, New York, which is like by Nyack, Ossining. It's it's what people in New York City think of when they say upstate. <laughs> we're like, yeah. you mean outer New York City? Yeah. Right. So our beer this evening is, uh, so we're watching The Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. A meteor, of course, is an asteroid that is pulled into the Earth's atmosphere. If it hits the ground, uh, it's a meteor. If it burns up on re-entry or on entry, it's a meteorite. But of course, when we're talking about objects in space and orbits, uh, so we're drinking Orbital Tilt IPA. <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, now, this IPA has been brewed using a healthy dose of imported Pilsner malt and malted oats to create a smooth mouthfeel. With each batch, they rotate out the hops that they use for their dry hopping. Mm-hmm. Our hop with this batch is, it's been dry hopped with Vic Secret from Australia. Good Throw eye. another shrimp on the barbie, Governor. Oh, no. I, Todd, don't yeah, ever don't, do that again. No? Is that, uh, okay, all right. So You could cross Australian accents <laughs> off, off your list. list. Also not a, not yeah. a skill set? Okay. No. All right, so with that, let's try this beer that's been haunting us for a half an hour. Ooh. Oh, that's lovely. It's lovely, and it's not so... As, it's almost sweet. It, as Carissa pointed out on my last trip there, Casey doesn't really like IPAs. I'm like, I don't well, like Casey a bitter beer. Like bitter. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and that's, that's got a sweetness to it. Yeah, that's nice. Mm, that's good very, Yeah. Thanks, Hemsworth. But, yeah, you know, with it's it, uh, it does not have that real intense bitterness, but it, mm-hmm. you still get like the, the kind of the piney floral. Yeah, thing. it's the, like a, it's if if we were talking about wine, it's like a riesling. It's dry and sweet. If only we knew uh, someone who is trained as an expert, but we, but we don't. But we don't. We definitely do not. We definitely do not. Contrary to prior things we've said on this podcast, we do not. Absolutely do not. That's a beer that I would drink. Reshoots and reactions. I had feel like we yeah shit. we're we, you know, I had we're one, rusty season two I feel like we're a little rusty no I had one for us oh. for Batman v Superman and God damn it I can't remember it I thought of it 
yesterday. It was yep. something I was editing. I was like, oh, we got to, and now Correct I can't. That. Okay. Well, we'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hear about to it. it. We'll yeah. Hear about it. I'll, I'll, or someone else will get to it once that episode drops. That, and I almost prefer it that way. <laughs> you don't want me correcting you? Yeah. Oh, was it me? Oh, was it me that was wrong? Oh. I don't remember. I think it was both of us, but yeah. I think, shit. All right. Whatever. So, not a prior property. I've got a couple production notes. We don't really have any reshoots or reactions right? that we can remember. <laughs> remember? Listen, yep. Getting old's a bitch. It uh, sucks. So, the next thing is the Rotten Tomato score for the movie. Ooh, no bueno. This is a 29%. Ouch. Ouch. And to be fair, on the watch, that might be generous. Ooh. It's a really bad movie. There's other than other than if other than the so, cultural or sociological implications of of this Man, you know, that might tick it up a couple film. marks. Yeah, I, otherwise some of the scene I, I, hmm. uh, you're not you <laughs> definitely not the special effects. No. So usually, just a little peek behind the curtain, yeah. I I start at 100% with every movie we watch. Okay. And then I, and mentally, when I'm like, yeah, well, this wasn't good, or what about this? That's when I start ticking stuff off. But if I start there with this one, it, I'm wondering if I need to start at the bottom, and it, then the things that I it's like. It's a whole lot less work to just <laughs> add points at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I'm going to have yeah. to do for this one. I, well, you're not wrong. So that's squarely an F category, oh. and easily <laughs> deserves it. Yeah, okay. Oh. Uh, Character background? No. no, These are all original characters. Original characters. Marvel Comics did an adaptation after the movie came out. Yeah, after Uh, the fact. um, But uh, nothing nothing interesting there. So again. Well, are you saying that Marvel did something that wasn't interesting? Oh, no. Yeah, they're the only ones that have ever done that. All right. 93. So the movie comes out in 93. It has a budget of $30 million and does. Wait, what? $30 million. Some of that's got to be for the talent in this movie. Oh. Cannot Probably. be for special effects. Oh no! Oh God, no! Um, no, because this, this, the effects don't hold up for ninety three. They don't hold up for eighty three. <laughs> You're not wrong. The Supergirl special effects were arguably better than these. Yeah, and does a domestic box office total of eight million dollars? This is, is not only a bad score. This is a box office failure. Yeah, absolutely. That's a rough one. Ouch. So uh, you know, I don't know. If there's any. There's no way to sugarcoat this. So let's. Uh, you just, know, what, while I was watching this, I was like, "What happened to Robert Townsend?" Oh, this movie tanked, and he probably got. He probably got some put into a Hollywood uh, jail there. Yeah, you know that's an interesting question. So ninety three. Um, let's see what he has on his resume since then. That I remember almost every comic I bought in '93 had this movie on the back of it. had the had the poster for this movie. Yeah. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> you know what he does after this movie comes out? Uh-huh. He, boy, he he has production executive producer credits all over TV. All oh, is he, Townsend, did, did Townsend Television, The Parenthood, Thousand Dollar B, Spoken Speakers. The Box, Parenthood, so. the one with Craig T. Nelson. Mm, I don't know. the The Parenthood, like neighborhood. Oh, uh, okay. It's a TV the, series. The, oh, I'm thinking. Uh, oh, and he and it starred him as well. Okay, so oh. he, so he he really looks like he went to TV after this. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he he's got a. He's got a ton of credits all the way through, and pretty much little gap over the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, I mean the guy—he's a look. Well, he's, he's been a, making he's that television maker. money. He's probably—if you know how to do it right—you can make a shit ton of money. 
yeah, in it, television. So yeah. it, you know, he's yeah. So you know, listen, hey, right. that's the that's the risk you take, right? And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Okay, so uh, right off the good old bat, during the opening, before we get the meteor coming in that hits the other meteor and all right. that, little uh, little Star Wars music. Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah, there was like you- not even like oh, it's the idea of Star Wars music. It was it's the music that oh. plays right before uh, A New Hope yep. or Episode Four, whatever the hell you want to call it. Some some people still just call, call it, it Star Wars. Wars. Right. Right, it's after, original theatrical title. Right after it comes over Tatooine, and you've got the Corvette cruiser yep. and the Star Destroyer, the famous overhead shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's about to come down, there's like these little like flute notes. They're the exact same ones in no this, kidding. and I wrote Star Wars music. George Lucas is going to sue somebody. I, uh, you know, I thought I heard hints of the Superman theme. A little there's bit a too. little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. interesting. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Todd. I'm editing the episode right now, and when Casey mentioned this, I was like, oh, let me go listen to that music. It is so shockingly close that I stopped what I was doing to record this so I could drop in the audio drops. So first I'm going to play you the Star Wars opening, then you'll hear the record scratch, and then you'll hear the Meteor Man opening. You guys decide. So, yeah, we see this uh, meteor hit, and it comes to DC. So, now. Right. Well, so, it opens up with a shot of the Washington Monument. Mm -hmm. We see Captain America running very (laughs) quickly around. We see Falcon, yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh, wait. How much would I have rather watched (laughs) Winter Soldier than this fucking movie? Um, Because you know what we're pulling tonight? It's up to you, buddy. Oh, am I pulling? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. if it was DC now, uh, I gotta get political for a second. Our okay. president would not let a African American superhero do this. <laughs> oh, I almost got the spit oh, take. You went right for it because it says now. I'm like, it's not now. Sure, it's it's ninety three because right. we would ninety three. That was Clinton, right? Ninety three was Clinton. Yes, ninety two to eighty was. Clinton. Yeah, he yeah. would have been like, yeah, sure, yeah. you guys can be superheroes. Yeah, my commander in chief when I was in the air force. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You never met him, right? No, I did. I worked a secret service that's detail what it was. Yeah. with the bomb dog when he came to New York City for a day, Ooh. and I actually was searching the windows on the world uh, restaurant at the top of the World Trade Center. Whoa. Yeah. So me and my dog was assigned there. Were assigned there. And Which when was wild. the the bombing of uh, the... That was 90... I think that... Was that 93? Was the, the one where they, they drove the... They had the bomb in the uh-huh. truck in the parking garage? Wow. I feel like it was 93. 93, yeah. 94, yeah. Yeah, and so oh, this, would, this would have been 90... Uh, probably, it was probably 98. Oh, so I they was, were definitely probably like super... Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got the president, but also, the, so I did, so I did a number of Secret Service details for presidential and and Secret Service protection details, which mm-hmm. Secret Service you know, vice the, their families. I did a, I did two for the State Department, who would typically provide 
additional protection security when foreign heads of state visited. So okay. the prime minister of Italy, one trip the prime minister of Ireland on another. The Ooh. difference between doing a State Department detail and a Secret Service detail mm -hmm. was like the equivalent of having, you know, the plastic, uh, the kid's plastic car, the one that's, <laughs> you know, the one with the yellow, yes, yes. right? Between having one of those and having a Lamborghini. Because wow. for the State Department, it was one dog team and one EOD team. So an uh, EOD is... Uh, explosive Ordnance Detection, uh -huh. bomb squad guys. Okay. So typically we'd work together. The Prime Minister of Ireland was um, visiting Boston, and he had a full itinerary. He was uh, he started the Four Seasons in Boston. He was going out to the JFK Library. Um, what is that part of? Is that part of MIT or Harvard? They're from around there, so yeah, yeah. So it's which I well, can't remember. It, it, I can't remember aren't, which school. aren't the libraries always where they were born. No, not necessarily. It's oh, where okay. it's where they are. They're most prominent. It's it's yeah. It's wherever the foundation wants to put it, right? So they make a foundation. So he went to the library. He was going somewhere for going somewhere for dinner. Then he was, or maybe that was the dinner, the library. Then he was ending at Faneuil Hall. And I was like, <laughs> stereotypical much, Ooh. but with the dog, I like me and my dog were flying all over Boston that day because basically we would be about three hours ahead of his itinerary. Mm -hmm. So I started the. Four scenes. I, I I rushed to the library. I swept the library. I went to the next place, and I was always like one step ahead of him. It oh, was that's uh, crazy. Now compared to the Secret Service details, President Clinton was in in Manhattan for a day, not even an overnight, a day. Whew. We had ten dog teams and ten EOD teams. Mm -hmm. There was uh, like a team at the helipad in Manhattan, or a team at the airport where Air Force One comes in. Mm -hmm. They use a helicopter to bring him to helipad in Lower Manhattan. Yeah, There's a uh, team there down by uh, uh, Chelsea Pier. Yep, yep, that one. Then he went. He had a luncheon at the World Trade Center, the Windows on the World. There mm -hmm. were like three dog teams there, like one right. down in the in the garage. Sure, I had I think the restaurant and the floor above and floor below. There's another one in the area. He had an event at the Waldorf that night, and there were like two dog teams there. Fuck. And then a, finally, like a fundraiser at uh, somebody's apartment on either the Upper West or Upper East Side, because I looked out on Central Park. And it, Probably Upper East. I saw Glenn Close that time, Ooh. Jeffrey Rush, Harvey Keitel. He's really short. Yeah, uh, he's a very short man. But, yeah. but uh, long, Glenn, long rambling Glenn story. Glenn Close is stunningly the, beautiful and, and short. Oh, if I, I if my, she was a tall woman. If my memory serves. No, you know what? She is short because the one time you can that it's not hidden is in Hook. Five five. Yeah. Yeah. You know that she's in Hook, right? Yeah, she's a pirate in Hook. She's yes. the boo box. She's <laughs> the one that gets thrown in the boo box. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Under like a but like the next time you watch Hook, yeah. knowing that you're gonna go, Oh, it's, oh, it's like her, close yeah. with a giant beard on. Beard, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> But th th I'm sorry, that long rambling story was no. the, was to share. The different was that with the Secret Service, they're like, "What do we need? Do we need three? Well, better get fifteen just in case." Oh, you know, like it's you know, it's like well, all the resources you need. They're kind of protecting the most important person in America. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so back then, yeah, that's oh, oh, bringing oh, us back right. to okay. Uh, so DC now, DC now. Um, and then we're in uh, Robert Townsend's character, Jefferson Reed. Jefferson Reed. Do you know Black Lightning's real name? Nope. From Jeffers DC? Yeah. For, uh, well, he, is he a DC character? He is a DC okay. character. Jefferson Pierce. Oh, interesting. And the uh, John Stewart Green Lantern was originally going to be called Jefferson Washington. No. <laughs> to <laughs> I which, see what they did there. Um, oh, shit. I wish I could remember the creator. 
with a co-creator. Like he created it, and then like DC was like, "Here's his name," and he's like, "No, his <laughs> name is not Jefferson Washington. You're out of your mind." And they made it John Stewart. John Stewart. Huh? And then you know, a <laughs> middle-aged Jewish guy became the host of the Daily Show and confused everyone, everyone who's not a comic right. book nerd. That's right. That's right. But I, I really want those pajamas. That Robert the, 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 the musical music. pajamas. Was he a substitute music teacher? He, he, so, you know, I don't think we ever know. He's a substitute teacher. That's all we know. Oh, I didn't even realize he was a substitute teacher. Yeah. You know what? We're going to jump around this one. So when he is called to the principal and that one kid has uh, a broken leg, broken arm and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. The principal says, you're a substitute teacher. Oh, I totally missed that There's a real weird like jazz theme to this movie. And I'm wondering if that's. Going along with something else that Robert Townsend did, because you know uh, the next thing we have is James Earl Jones' character has the most amazing vinyl collection ever. I'm like, oh god. Oh, and geez, you know what? I'm an idiot. While I was looking at his credits, I was looking at his producer credits, which oh, are okay. extensive. Uh, but I'm like, why am, am I not seeing? So the five heartbeats he produced, and I, he may have written that as well, which is a musical thing. So he he has a love of music. And in the movie, because like a couple times his tie is music notes. Yeah, yeah. he's. He, I think he's in a band with Michael Eddie Griffin. So first of all, let's say this: oh, that's everybody's in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. there's that scene where he's bringing the string bass out to his car. Oh shit! Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, Black Lightning TV series 2018. Doctor yeah. Napier Frank. He's in that. That's got to be this season. They just started. Unless Black I don't know what Robert Townsend looks like anymore. <laughs> Is there a current uh, picture of yeah. him? Yeah, hang on. Oh, you know what? You you know what? If you were yeah, if you were thinking from the movie, you would not. What's his character's name? Doctor Napier Frank. Huh. I watch Black Lightning. What, uh, what channel is that on? CW. Oh, CW. but it's not part of the Berlanti verse. Oh, just like Supergirl is in its own universe. This yeah. one is too. Yeah. Because together, DC. Uh, no, yeah. no, they're doing that so that. Because on on Black Lightning, kind of like what this movie does, it yep. covers a lot of uh, black rights issues. Oh, there's a there's a great. Uh, I think it was when Kevin Smith interviewed <laughs> Neil <laughs> Adams. He was talking with Neil Adams. That's who it was. Neil Adams was co-creator of John Stewart. Okay. okay, famously wrote Green Lantern Forever, right? Uh, and Batman. Oh, too. oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. He wrote some of the best. <laughs> So then uh, a name pops up on the screen. I mean, this is the most interesting part of the opening of the movie is like the names. You're like, holy shit. Everybody's in this movie. So, But the I, one name that pops up, I wrote Bill Cosby. Oh. Zip it a bop and a zip it a boop and a bop and a zip it a bop and a zip it a ghost dad. Yeah, that's the. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Everyone else, I'm like, oh, wow. Robert Gilmay and uh, uh, James Earl Jones and Eddie Griffin and Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, right. <laughs> but then Bill Crosby showed up. I was like, ah, crap. Yeah, yeah. That's And we'll let's put a pin in that because I'd like to come back to that one. Uh, Star Wars reference number two in this movie Darth Vader's voice. What does Darth Vader say? When he when Robert Townsend tries to get him to trade some records, he's like, "I'll never get rid of this one. I'd rather cut off my hand." Oh, like, really? Nice. God damn it! Oh. He's done other things. He has. Well, so, at this point, he hadn't done Lion King. Lion King was ninety five. So. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I will say this: my note. <laughs> Holy shit! James Earl Jones. 
LOL, wig play. Oh my God, the wigs. I wanted the wigs. The problem to, was they stopped the wigs. I wanted it to be a new wig every scene, but the one he wears for most of the movie, that kid in play. The kid wig, <laughs> yeah, is ridiculous. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, so he gets to school. He's a cool teacher, right? The kids are talking to him. Eddie Griffin's his buddy. Um, principal comes in. Now, one of the unhappy parents, so there's a lot of, lot of that guy or that woman actors, actresses in this. Yeah, who was the mom? Jennifer Lewis. Why do I know that name? Uh, she's been in, like, everything. I yeah, think. she looks super familiar. She's a she's a that woman actress. She comes in like a force in nature. Like, I, ooh, she's so good. Silly as I started listening to this. My brother Joey loves her. Uh, what's love got to do with it? Uh, Poetic Justice, The Preacher's Wife, The Brothers, Think Like a Man, Wedding Ring, Temptations, miniseries. She is the voice of Mama Odie in The Princess and the Frog. She's in Dead Presidents, Castaway, Hereafter. I mean, she's just... She's everywhere. She's ever all kinds of TV I love her in, in Mama Otome. I love The Princess and the Frog. I have not, we, I have not seen that. Oh, For whatever so, reason, that's super not on fun. my radar. So, again, just kind of going with what we're talking about here. Kudos. It's an all-black cast. Absolutely. However, the main villain is deep into voodoo and... The alligator. Wants oh, you're to talking, be I'm sorry. You're talking about in the Princess movie. and the Frog. I, I was like, I was like, no, there's no I voodoo miss, in this movie. No. I, I was like, there's voodoo in Meteor Man. Well, so I was like, oh, you were it's like New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. but they're like seventy five percent there. I was like, oh, there's just some stuff that's mildly culturally Is it stereotypical. It's culturally insensitive. Okay, I would say more than anything. interesting. It's it's a good movie though. It's super okay. fun. Jim Cummings, oh. one of the best. Winnie the Winnie the Pooh, right? And and Tigger too. And Tigger. Oh, I did not realize that. He is now, yeah. Oh. And he's Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that's uh, he's right. actually when we were uh, when I showed up at the end when the noodles like, oh, they've all got guns, and I said, idiots, we've all got swords. Jim Cummings. Is it real? Oh, he's in. What is that? What line is that from? From Aladdin. He's got a sword. Hey, you idiots! We've all got swords. Uh, have you seen the trailer? You mean? I mean, there's Iago nothing. flying the, over Agrabah, and yeah, then, and then like, sand. This, do you remember when it was breaking news? Like first photo from Aladdin. I'm like, it's the fucking lamp. It's the, it's lamp, the right? same. Yeah. Uh, so is I want to see Smith, the genie. Is Will Smith the genie. Yes. Okay. I want to see it. I want to see the genie. I'm. Okay. I wonder if they're holding off because when I say genie, who do you think of? Well, Robin Williams. I, I mean. Yeah, that's that like is, that is the biggest hurdle he has it, to get. Is over. it kind of like your Jared Leto? Mm-hmm. trying to redo the Joker, right, after Heath Ledger. And if he's smart, he won't do any voices. If he, right. If, if he's smart, it's entirely his own thing. I hope it is, because I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Remember uh, the movie that we were- Yeah, sure. Came here to talk about? So we see more. And again, now it, it just goes to this holy shit. Like, my notes literally say holy shit all over the place. So Robert Guillaume, we got James- Is Jones. that how you pronounce it? Guillaume, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Benson. The, the first African-American- mm-hmm. Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I actually that one I knew. Hey! <laughs> that was a musical, Casey. It uh, had songs and a book. Technically, it's an opera. An opera. <laughs> opera uh, 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 technically, it's an operetta because people speak. Gilbert and Sullivan is a lot of operettas. Oh, oh if they speak, in, it's an operetta. I if, never knew if that. If it's mainly music, yeah. singing, and then there's some spoken words. So is Les Mis an opera because they only sing? Yeah, it really? is an opera. Yeah, most most Gilbert and Sullivan is uh, operettas. The Pirates of Penzance. You know the Pirates of Penzance. 
of a modern major general, I am the Pirate King, Kevin Klein's second best performance of all time. Is he in that movie? He's the, the Pirate King. You need to see that movie. Uh, I feel like I've seen it. There, Linda Ronstadt. Yes, in it. yes. I remember when it came out. It's it, so yeah. good. Angela Lansbury. Joey's definitely seen it. I'll, of course he has. Of course he has. Yeah. Of course he of has. Of course he has. I fucking love that movie. All right. So we got the Street Gang. Yeah, I got a question here. So, oh. so we've got some logical inconsistencies already. I just, just mild ponderings. Maybe it's DC Police. I don't know. It's clearly, Don Cheadle is trying to trade something for the the vcr or whatever the guy has underneath his arm right the guy in the red shirt oh yeah and when robert guillaume confronts him and he knocks the thing out of don Cheadle's hand robert guillaume knocks the thing out of who is jefferson's dad yes right and he's like oh you're lucky it didn't break any fucking steps on it twists and breaks it he's about to punch him cops pull up Everyone scatters, but the cops aren't like, hey, guy who's got a uh, VCR under his arms, where the fuck are you going? Let's talk for a second. Yeah. I was like, hang on. Maybe, what? what? No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Don't look. Listen, I have some, I have a later head, well, not, it's not a head scratch. I know, I see what he's doing. There's an interesting scene later with the police that we'll, we'll talk about. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. So then we have Tiny Lester. Well, so, hang on, hang on. Oh, you've got something? Go. Well, I'm sorry. I, so they are the Golden Lords. And they all have they all have Simon Phoenix's hairdo. Is, from so is this Demolition where we Man? get Simon Phoenix's I look? Don't know, but it's so bad because so... Cheadle is like proto Simon Phoenix in this movie. He really is. He really, yeah, he really is because he's like slightly unhinged. And you know, my first note as I was watching is like, oh, they're led by. I Don thought they Cheadle. were led by John Cheadle. And then I'm like, oh, he's not the boss. Okay. No, who's the boss? Who, what, Tony well, Danza. Danza. What? Well, well, it's not <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, okay, so you watch Community, right? I've uh, bits and pieces. There was a whole yeah. like. There's a class that Abed takes about who's the boss, and it almost like mentally breaks him because he can't figure it out. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is easy. It's Tony Danza. Goes, oh, but watch the series again. He's like, oh, it's uh, no, what's the, her name? Yeah. Oh, the wait, the, the the mother, the older one, Judith Light. Oh, that's right? the that's the romantic one. Yeah, right? and then it's like, but is it the mom? Or is it Judith Light? Or is it, <laughs> or is it the kids? Or is it, yeah, or is right? it the kids? Yeah, yeah. Alyssa Milano, right? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, <laughs> I can imagine that. Listen, we got to get through this fucking movie. Let's go. Okay, right. Tiny Lister shows up. Of course he has a tiger because he's Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. Zeus, Tiny Lister. Yeah. Uh, Marla Gibbs. Yeah. Florence from the Jeffersons. Fucking A. Fucking That's his mother. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a whole, can we say, it's a shitty neighborhood. It's ter- a shitty neighborhood. Terrorized by the Golden Lords. Yeah. And good? then... The next thing I want to talk about is the meteor because this movie is called oh, The Meteor Man. Fuck. So I, I'm not going to lie. So the opening, the meteor in the opening looks bad, but I'm like, well, it's in outer space. So maybe they didn't devote a lot of attention to space. It's no meteor from Armageddon. No. Which no. I'm sure if we watched right now, we'd go, oh, that does not hold up. I, it would hold up better than this one. <laughs> up until this point, this movie has felt kind of slapstick comedy type movie. Yeah. Suddenly when he is hit by that meteor, well, the burns... Well, but, the, whoa, whoa, wait, but well, oh. before the meteor hits him. I mean, running away. how bad does it... Oh, first, it looks so, oh, it looks terrible. So the meteor is coming down, then all of a sudden, about three feet before impacting the ground, it takes a turn and follows him parallel. I believe Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson might have a couple words about yeah, how that would right, not happen right. ever. But so it, the black man they needed in this movie, fucking a little, a. please, a little bit yeah. of science, please. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it chased, it pretty much chased him, slams him up against the wall, and it kind of becomes part of him. It, and it's an 
It's a jarring. So and it's covered in boils, covered in like, and I'm like, a, oh, it's suddenly a this is scary. Yeah, the noodle is sitting next to me, uh-huh. and I'm like, kind of what? He's of our two youngest children. He's the one who is Would the be most sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of giving him like side eye, like, uh, we're gonna have a problem here. And there's a couple more times during this movie where I'm like, apparently Robert Townsend had to go to the MPAA and fight this down from a PG-13, and I see why. I see the, why it would have gotten a PG-13. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because that's intense. Later when he gets shot with, uh, with the drive-by shooting, I was like... Yeah, when he gets in the ooh, street fight yeah. with the eye. But it's just a weird choice. Like I don't know why you needed that. Totally, this movie goes from slapstick to trying to make a message about gang and black-on-black violence. Sure. That I think maybe the problem, if it had stuck to... If it had maybe tried to do... I'm trying to think. There was a movie that just came out that did this perfectly. It wasn't like black on black violence or any of that, but it was telling you about a so you know what does it really well? The good place. Okay. It's teaching you ethics. Oh sure. With, Without with like fart clobbering. Jokes. Right. <laughs> you know? Mother forker. Yeah, yeah. Like you are learning about ethics and all of this not like they're actually kind of learning. Sneak, they're will, sneaking the veggies in with the, the Yeah, the I'm not like food. gonna be an ethics professor at the end of watching that series, but I understand, like they are teaching real life stuff sure. on that show. So without it, without making it feel teachy or preachy, or this, tonally just being like, and here's where we're going to talk yeah. about ethics. You yeah. know, and it, I feel like this, this movie, movie by, does that. By contrast, yeah, does it very, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I just wish it hadn't because I, I like, I text you when I started watching this. I was you, like, you oh, did. six minutes in, this is bad. And then I text you. Probably it was when, uh, <laughs> when. Robert, uh, not uh, uh, James Earl Jones had his uh, the kid, kid wig. I was like, oh, it just got better. Because <laughs> yeah. he's walking on the street like, hey, baby, how's it going? And then radio silence. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nope. And I remember this movie from when it came out. And I so I knew what we were getting into. So, yeah, good times. So All he's right. in the bed awake? Uh, I thought he was initially. And Eddie Griffin starts hitting on that nurse. And then, but Van- then he's Nurse awake. Vanessa? Yeah. So then we find... First power number one, yeah. Uh, osmosis. Well, yeah. So one more piece of tactile the- osmosis. Oh, you're. T- oh, 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 so this is after like half of the hospital shows up. Uh huh. He touches the medical book. Yeah. How many times did they say Jefferson Reed in that mm-hmm. montage? Mm-hmm. About twenty. And that's where that's what triggered it in my head. Like, wait, Jefferson Pierce is Black Lightning. Oh, is this? Like, I had to look it up. I'm like, wait, is his name? I knew his first name was Jefferson, but I couldn't right. remember if it was. Oh, got it. What the last name was? His hand or his elbow touches a medical. It's got to be his hand because every other time in oh, the movie, it's hand. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and you see the green Wi-Fi symbol. <laughs> right? The waves uh, yeah. emanate up, and all of a sudden he gets super smart. Science, science, science. We don't know what it is. He's he's schooling this medical doctor about uh, some procedure that he says is not right, saying that the burns that he has and minor burns, stress can heal, can heal spontaneously, them. Yeah. third degree, right? Yeah. He's literally quoting, like he a has page. an eidetic memory, like he, mm-hmm. can, re- he can recall the, the... And then visual. he goes to say what's on that page, and it's like... It goes away. Yeah. yeah. And the doctor gets smug again, but we don't know what happens. So he wakes up, and now he can see through walls with the clumsiest x-ray effect Why ever. does that cop... That's wearing like the ridiculous. Like, Why does he have his badge? Is he wearing his badge on so, his skin? So first he can see through walls. We're like, okay, it's X-ray vision. Then he 
looks down like into a courtyard, mm-hmm. and it's the ho- the hospital staff. Mm. And he's clearly seeing through his clothes. And of course, clothes. all of them are wearing sexy underwear because that's what you oh, do when you're working twelve hours. It's like shifts. the nineteen. Yeah. So the women are wearing these nineteen fifty styles bras, the uh-huh. ones that would cover a woman from the top of her shoulder to the bottom of her rib cage. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no Victoria's Secret clearly in DC. And- <laughs> And uh, we've got uh, Red Brown level ADR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the ADR in this movie. I'm like, so the people probably came in like to do like this scene and then the gang and cop scene later. And since it's a crowd work scene, you're going to want to stand back from the mic a little so it sounds like this. Yeah. But I think the person running is like, no, get up on the mic. No, no, closer. Closer. So that all the ADR sounds like this. Oh, did you see that game yesterday? Yeah, that was crazy. And it's also like all flatly delivered. I'm like, yeah, it's. Can we get Maurice Lamarche to do some of this? <laughs> it was not the listen, fucking. Do you, you know, I feel like uh, I should. The brain from Pinking the Brain. Oh, sure, sure. Who they're just doing some commercial. I saw him on Hulu uh, for a new racing game, and yeah. it's him. I'm like, oh, it's Maurice Lamarche. And then they show him like. He got on camera, yay! Yeah, and it, but it's him, like in the booth, being like reading the lines of dialogue. I'm like, yay, yay! Um, yeah. So, so <clears throat> as we'll see throughout the rest of this movie, his powers are just revealed. There's no rhyme. There's neither rhyme nor reason. Nothing makes sense. Nothing in this makes movie. sense. Nothing. Jefferson apparently went to Howard University and Georgetown. Oh, I didn't know. He's wearing that. a Howard shirt when he comes home from the hospital. Sure. He's got his hat on backwards. And at one point, he turns around it's and it says, George, I'm like, oh, okay. okay and you're please. a fucking substitute teacher going to Howard and Georgetown? Yeah. You're bad at your job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another another actor who shows up who I love. So I'm, you're probably not old enough to remember Sanford and Sons, or at least not in its original broadcast. How dare you? But Jefferson's going to use his x ray vision. To call in Nurse Vanessa, he's going to call in Nurse Vanessa and uh-huh. see her in her underwear, uh, and, who, and she's clearly not working the night shift. It's the old no. battle axe mm-hmm. uh, who is played by Lawand Page, mm-hmm. uh, famously from Sanford and Son. She was she was the upstairs neighbor, right? Aunt uh, Aunt was it Aunt Esther? Oh yeah, yeah. And she is. I mean, she's brilliant. Oh, <laughs> she's I'm thinking. Br- I'm thinking the Jeffersons. I'm thinking. Uh, Yes. When they, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So then we have power number three, and this is where I stopped. So don't, worry. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. after this power, they just become like, wait, how is this power work? This power is apparently a universal translator. When oh, the dog the, starts barking, y- yes, and, and so the noodles like that is the dumbest voice ever for the dog. He's yeah. like, why didn't they just keep the. The subtitles. He's like, it sounds so bad. He's like, it sounds like someone's talking like this, which I think is what they were doing. And, and you're not wrong, Noodle. I'm starving. The dog tells him that he wants the red can. Don, do you know what the problem <laughs> with that is? Dogs oh, are colorblind. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even catch it. You I was know, like, wait. This- how the fuck did anyone? Did nobody? Like, there's always a point in, in these movies where I say, how the fuck did nobody know to do this? How did no one go, uh, Mr. Townsend, dogs are colorblind? Is it a question of, did any did anyone do the mental math, like, does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's times where we watch movies for this where, you know, they're not great movies, but, nope. I'm, but I'm watching them, I'm, I'm entertained, and uh-huh. I'm engaged. This movie was, this was one of those ones where I'm like, how many more minutes? 
You're How not wrong. many more minutes? Especially by this point. Like, I was enjoying the, the beginning, but once he gets his powers, I was like, these powers are just fuck all. He's just got them left, right. It, it's, it almost feels like they wanted to do a scene with a power. Like, it sure, started sure, sure. there. Like, oh, we want him to be able to do this. So, um, and then okay. they Oh, we'll have him see through walls. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. and you know how, and then everyone will be in their underwear and it'll be. It'll be it'll funny. Be, yeah. 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 I think you're right. Yeah. So then there was this, back to when he got hit by the meteor, there was this homeless man sleeping on the ground, and we now find out this is Bill Cosby, and Bill Cosby is being he's a... He's got pe- the greens jello with the... Okay, all right, that's the, it. So apparently now, now Cosby... Is, no, that was a good Cosby. Okay, right. Just It's so bad because no one can really do Cosby yeah, that's anymore because right. he's a fucking monster. Right, right. But I wrote, uh-oh, Bill Cosby is a peeping Tom with this woman. Yikes. Yeah, he... Re- yeah. Well, let, does, at least all he did was look at her. This, That's, <laughs> but, you know, right before we did, cut to Bill Cosby, though, we see Michael, his buddy, is they're watching the news. Oh, right. Right. And Michael says, I want, you know, he basically asked if anyone else got superpowers. My note and, there um, is it's Chekhov's question mm-hmm. because, of course, someone, someone else, else has got, got superpowers. And he's like stroking the, uh, Bill Cosby is stroking the meteor, which, again, yeah. Right. So right. So he's looking up through the floor. The his the ceiling. He's in a basement. He's looking up through the. So I guess he's not. Why was he sleeping on the alleyway? Well, it looks like he's in a basement. So I don't know if it's like maybe a basement he got access to. It's not like an apartment or something. He's got he's got a dog with a little little top hat. A little top hat. Little Uh, cute doggo. And he's so he then uses his so he has some powers including telekinesis. So he uses his telekinesis to pour himself some coffee. Mm-hmm. And of course, I cannot see that without wondering what's in the coffee. <laughs> Don't have well, the coffee. Well, he's drinking it. If he oh, had offered it to, somebody. to someone else. Got it. All right. Oh, did you see Cosby's like second day in jail? He got hit with a piece of bread and fell down some stairs. I to s- which I say, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I did see that he was in fear for his life. Oh, yeah. is the rapist afraid that someone's <laughs> going to kill him? <laughs> Boo fucking who? Oh, oh, you're going hard with this one. Fuck him. All right. Uh, jump ahead to shit. Um, so there's another great moment. Uh, not a black actor this time, but our favorite, Wallace Shawn. Yes. Uh, did, inconceivable. Did you feel like when he was talking Unbelievable. about- Unbelievable. Was Robert Townsend like, could you, could you just say it? Could you say the You're, thing? He's, he's like, like, I'm not fucking saying I can't saying say it. the line, right? It's from another movie. Yeah, so he's like, what sounds like it? Unbelievable. <laughs> he does yeah. the exact same inflection. It's the exact same inflection, yeah. In fact, I think we you should put That's them both in. right there. Inconceivable. Absolutely unbelievable. Suddenly, uh, Jefferson is a motivational speaker. Is this a power suddenly? Because he's so meek in the beginning, and now he's like, yeah, he, let's do it. Or is, is it a, the power boners? Because well, he's no, trying see, to impress that girl. He, no. So I think it's sincere. It's a but it's a weird scene. Like I don't understand what purpose it serves in the in the movie. He's trying to he's trying to inspire the other teachers, right, to remind them why they're teaching. But with his X ray vision, he sees through the walls. He sees kids breaking into a locker, kids vandalizing a car, and he basically mid sentence loses his motivation. To which one of his other teacher counterparts gets mm-hmm. up. But so I don't know what that was supposed to show us. I don't. I, and I. And I think it was just there for to do the joke with the powers, like with the powers. But when Wallace Shawn was talking about the kid that he's sure he, he sent to the detention, he's like, "Oh, we got fare. best fare." Yeah. And then at the end, he sees him popping his tires again. And he goes, "Oh, and, we got best fare." Yeah, it's it's just a uh, it's just ugh. yeah. Um, it seems like 
Remember when they had Saturday Night Live characters that like Toonses? Sure. This feels like Saturday Night Live sketches that they've pushed all together. They've been told <laughs> over like multiple seasons, so the story kind of gets convoluted, and then they pushed it all together and released it as this movie. That's arguably plausible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... The next thing I really want to talk about... First fight. First fight, sure. Uh, and it's, it is among the worst first fights, I think, that we've ever seen so far. In it is so movies. bad, I'm not even remembering it right now. <laughs> uh, he, we, see the super, we see super strength. So he reveals his super strength. Is this when Zeus the, punches him, breaks yeah. his hand? Mm-hmm. Uh, fist fight, I said, as first fights go, meh. What's worse, this or Punisher? Oh, <laughs> I, they're both so bad. It, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't want to watch either one of them again. That's fair. That that is a an that answer is I will take. Zero rewatches. I don't care. I mean. Look, so so I, so basically, I cut through a bunch of shit, and you yeah, feel no, no. You, basically, the next plot point that we have to talk about is that because this happened, he is now the neighborhood. He's, he's on the radar. Well, yes, the sure. neighborhood watch too, which is a major problem for later in the film. But first, the gang now is going to come after him because he did this. Sure. So on the one hand, the Golden Lords have identified him as an enemy. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he is seen as a as a hero and a real savior by the neighborhood. And we have a, a, a superhero suit uh, montage. Which is one of the best moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the hands down. And the only problem is, like, they did it on Lois and Clark. Did they? Yeah, and they did it on Supergirl. And in both of those, the costumes that they came out in were homages or downright things that they had worn at other it, times. I'm sure, like, sure. <laughs> I see what you're doing, and I like it. Yeah. This was just like... Was the uh, costumer bored? It's a you know it's a fun it's a funny bit. His mother's making the costume for him. They start out incredibly ridiculous. They get to what they get. Uh, we How get does another. She get there though. Uh, who knows? D- listen, who knows? <laughs> I did like the one with the uh, with the siren lights all over. Yeah. It. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't have any evidence, and he's got a Polaroid camera. Yeah. <laughs> Clicks it. Now I do. That was funny. Uh, we le- we get another power. He has laser eyes. Because why not? Because. And then, sure. funny joke, he's outside, he's flying, but he's afraid of heights, so he's only flying like three feet off the right. ground. Right, he, he, he jumps out the window, and they all look up, and Eddie Griffin's like, where is he? I'm down here. Oh, but yeah. it looks terrible. It's terrible. Like every, there is no special effect in this movie that looks good. Yeah. Actually, the only special effect, actually, I hate to say it, the only special effects that look good are the ones that are out of place. Mm-hmm. The, when he's shot... That look, well, those that are looks those good. are squibs. squibs. So you know, if you don't think in terms of does it fit the story, the meteor melding into him when he's in the fight and he's got like the black eye and stuff, those are pretty good makeup effects. Yeah, it, but but there's no, but again, they don't fit the practical movie. or good because squibs are practical. Sure, they're very dangerous. Oh sure, uh, James explo- Con, James Con tells a story. Oh yes, <laughs> from the Godfather. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. they're well, they're they're explosions that are happening sure. on your body. Little firecrackers. A uh, little stronger than a firecracker. It's <laughs> right. it's it's like just below an, an M80. Uh, yeah, it's like right. a blasting cap, pretty much. Okay, it's pretty intense. Uh, I was there too. The podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is obsessed with squibs, so I really? know a lot okay. of shit about right. squibs. Right. He actually got squibbed really? uh, so two he years could ago, talk- and the person who shot him, Paul yeah. F. Tompkins. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see what other happens. Uh, okay, so weird scene here. So he so he has embraced. He's got his costume. He's embraced doing good. We have a montage of him doing good. It's just like from Superman the movie. So yeah. it's stopping a bunch of crime. Sure, sure, sure. There's a weird one, and this is I say weird. I'm. Let me take that back. It's not weird. I know what he's doing. So there's a social. There's a piece of social commentary here, which feels weirdly out of place. It's weirdly out of place because he doesn't. So all of a sudden, he so, just doesn't go all the way with so it. So the whole, th- you know, the whole threat, the, and and the Golden Lords are the scourge of this neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? They have ruined the neighborhood. They are making the neighborhood a bad place. But but there's another gang. Two, that appe- there's well, the they, Bloods and the Crips. They appear to I be mean, the mix of Bloods and Crips, right? Which is weird because I'm like, wait, they can't be mixed. Well, but they're not the Golden Lords. It's like uh-huh. they're bad, but they're not Golden Lords bad. Oh wait, is this? Golden, is this like the yellow uh, peril? Well, oh, no, no, not this. Well, no, because <laughs> Frank Gorshin is, yeah. But oh, so in mid gunfight, right? So uh-huh. you've got these this mix of bloods and crips on one side, police on the other, in an active gunfight. He comes in and he gets both sides to lower their weapons and then basically mediates a truce between the two of them. It's a, it's a weird. You know what ruins the scene? For me, what's that? It's the bad ADR. If it had just been them putting down their guns, but it's like, yeah, he said, put his guns down. Yeah, yeah put your guns right, down. Yeah, you bad. should probably put your guns I, down. I'm like, oh, they're they're putting their guns down. We don't need dialogue. Yeah, just let the scene happen. The the worst part, I think, is the fact that so I so he is commenting on how our system of law enforcement has impacted uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what that's what that scene is about. Right. And he's suggesting that. That sure. He is suggesting that the impact of our law enforcement system uh, has damaged our the communities of people of color in a similar way, and, I, and I'm not I'm not saying they're the same level or degree, but it has had a similar um, negative effect on those communities. That that's a valid point. It's a valid perspective. Yeah. The problem is he does it in a scene that is so weirdly jarring. It's just suddenly out. Yeah. It's yeah. very out of place. And. and you know, it'll be important later on, but it almost like it happens and then goes back to this weird kind of quasi sitcommy. Well, because the next thing he does is show. he makes the um, he makes a garden. That's the uh, next. Oh, yeah. oh wait, well, yeah, there's, there's a Frank that, Frank Gorshin, yeah, Frank Gorshin, shows, Gorshin up. shows up, an old Frank Gorshin. Uh, although like ten years before he dies, so he's still he's, yeah he's not the angry Frank Gorshin. Yeah, he's yeah. so angry in this movie. Um, but then you're right, yeah. So the so so there's a garden scene, and then Eddie Griffin steals his costume. Right. There's a little a little bit of trivia. The DJ that announces him at the end. Yeah. Chris Tucker. No way. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because he said he starts talking like that sounds like Chris Tucker, and I looked it up, and it was. Huh, it's Chris Hunter. Yeah. Now, th- so this so is literally everyone's in this movie. <laughs> uh, so then, you know, this is now we've got all this the trope of the mistaken identity. The hero has to save his friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems to be losing his powers because he's zapping the guy's guns and nothing's happening. Right. Well, for, so what was he doing initially? Was he locking the? Was he like melting I, the the firing pin? I thought he was trying to like blast them and nothing was happening. Oh, I, I read that scene was, differently. Oh, like trying to... Because me- yeah, I thought he fuse. got everybody's butt. Well, then why wouldn't he have gotten 
Oh, yeah. Because his because the more he uses his power, his powers, okay, he's like a battery. So we find out that his battery, his battery, his powers are fading. Yeah. Jeez, uh, I have no desire. This this is how little I care about. Okay, this movie. Here, here, yeah. here, here's some things. So Eddie Griffin puts on a, a Ninja Turtle mask. In <laughs> essence, he's wearing Raphael's. Uh, oh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Skull, yeah. skull cap. His skull cap. Well, yeah. Well, it's a, it looks like what Raphael wears sure. in the 2014. It's a skull cap plus mask. Yeah. So, so I don't yeah, know. It's, it's so that's exactly not a, what, so that's not a do rag. Yeah, but it's what Raphael wears. Yes, it's exactly, it's exactly what he wears. It, yes. Except it's green, <laughs> like a turtle. Uh, but so he's wearing that to hide his identity. But then he walks out of the fucking mall with it off. Well, I'm like, wait. At, at, everyone knows your secret now. But the, the literally the entire neighborhood knew who he was. So is it? And the news is reporting that this no is one in the knows, mall. No, no, but but. Prior to that, that you know, Eddie, so well, Michael na- has neighborhoods stick together. No one's talking. Sti- uh, snitches get stitches. Is snitches that what you're saying? Get snitches. Okay. Bitches. <laughs> Did he say snitches get snitches? Yes, snitches. Sni- Star Valley snitches <laughs> are the oh. best color beaches. Uh, oh boy. Beaches. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, like yeah. Yeah. As as a former um, uh, birthday no, as oh. a former <laughs> birthday party uh, costumed hero. Yes. You never take your mask off until you are out of sight of the sure, child. Sure. 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 Got it. Uh, yeah. As b- having been Batman and Captain America. You had one job. The okay. mask never came off. I would get in my car and start driving away Before- and then take it off sometimes That's just awesome. to be safe. That's awesome. <laughs> well, because you, so you want it, to turn your head. Okay. Even though, like, the kids are like, why is Batman getting into an XB? <laughs> Where's the Batman? The Batmobile's in the shop. In the shop. <laughs> Do you have bus fare? So there's a problem. There's an old wrinkle in the plan here. He's losing his powers. He's losing his powers, and the gang war is the gang is starting to attack the neighborhood yeah. more. So then, the people who wanted him to be the neighborhood watch now blame him for this. And there's that scene where he's like, "No, you don't need to." They're going to take a vote on whether or not he should. Leave. He should leave. I wish in that scene, like it's a serious scene again. I wish he'd be like, "No, you guys don't need to vote. I'll leave." By the way, you guys told me to do this. This is all on you, and walked out. But instead, he's like, "No, I'll leave. I'm sorry." I'm like, "It's not he's your in, fault." He's incredibly passive. He's a very, you know, overly he's, he's too a very passive. passive that should have been the point where he was like, "Hey, remember when you guys forced me to do this?" Yeah, that really bothered me. That it was like it's the simplest thing that he could have just said, "Hey, just so you know." Uh-huh. You guys told me to do this. Sure. I was very much against becoming your neighborhood yeah, superhero. I, I don't get I mean, again, he's I think there's a commentary on our you know, our role in society, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our our duty to society in terms of um how we improve it, how we defend it, how we pr- build it. Sure. Uh, you know, clearly he had he, there's something he's going for here. The mm. problem is it just does not come off in a way that is entertaining and hits the themes he's. And it's for. so disappointing because this, like, I feel like this is what got the ball rolling for Blank Man. Comes out the next year, oh. and even like, even but, both but the of tones those, of the but Blank Man. I've never seen Blank Man. It's so. the there. I don't think you can put them in the same category. I think I think but, Blank Man is. But absurd. don't forget Hollywood. Perfect example, Logan. Now superheroes are saying fuck left, right, and center because Logan said it a lot. Sure. Hollywood executives went, oh, this African-American movie 
is getting not, some but butt, it, but they were so close together that I think the buzz of Meteor Man. Yeah. Man. I, I, don't I mean, know. you have Damon Wayans coming out of In Living Color. Sure. Right? It, so Blank Man is a comedy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, so, like, yeah. And it's, yeah. So I, I hear what you're saying. I think it's, I don't see that. Although when we pull it, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe on a we'll pull it tonight. No, no, we're pulling fucking Iron Man. <laughs> okay, so we can we can skip. So the other guy, the the leader of Simon the, Simon is that his name? Yeah. The the leader of the uh, Golden no. Corral Lords. <laughs> <laughs> the Simon, the leader of the Golden Lords, gets his hands on the meteor somehow. Well, so yeah, so there's a whole fight. Kaz, the Kaz comes up. No, oh, I wrote uh, Bill Cosby is the hero. The dogs and yeah. the, the things. That's the only sound he makes in the entire movie. He barks like he a does dog. Bark, yeah. Yeah, it's a which weird. Bill Cosby is a dog. Well, he is, you know, and you had that point. He does not have a line in the movie. He's mute with no reason to be. Do you think Same with you contract? know who we didn't mention? Fucking Luther, Luther Vandross is in this movie. Well, like half of hip hop. Yeah. Well, we're let's we haven't mentioned them on purpose. Okay, because they yes. saved the day at the end. Oh well, that what right? But Big Daddy Kane is a member of the Golden Lords, which I never, I didn't know who he was. I just. The first time I was ever introduced to him yeah. was Men in Black 2. Because mm, okay. he's he's in he, the post office that Kay is working. Uh, he is famously in Madonna's sex book. Remember the, the book? He is he is in a number of photos with her. Do you see his peen? I mean, I don't I never saw the entire book. I remember seeing snippets, but there's a scene, there's a there's a picture of him, Madonna, and is it Naomi Campbell? Like kind of in a in a entwined oh kissing thing. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's so good for him. Yeah, good for him. Although it was yeah, never mind. I don't know, not going there. So uh, uh we've never seen the Fast and the Furious movie. Stay no. with me. Okay. <laughs> However, I do know about this ridiculous moment that happens in the Fast and the Furious movie with our favorite action star, The Rock. <laughs> he has his arm in a cast. He sees an explosion happen. He rips the cast off and says, Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> Did they see this movie and see Tiny Lester do it and go, that's yes, what, that's this what is doing. what he's got to do. That's yeah, what it felt like. That's what it felt like. The best part of this fight is after the cause comes up with his shard of the meteor mm-hmm. that he has been kind of judiciously using for small doses of power. Mm-hmm. He gets hit on the head. So the, the neighborhood rises up to defend Jefferson, who's mm-hmm. fighting... Powerless Jefferson. A powerless Jefferson. The neighbors are pelting the bad guys. The cause gets hit with, with a potato, <laughs> knocks the, the meteor out of his coffee can, mm-hmm. rolls across the ground. Both. Well, Jeff- that's how he gets yeah, the powers. Jefferson and Simon both see it. They both jump for it. They both grab it. There's an explosion, and now they both have powers. Now it's a mm-hmm. battle of the supers. Best part of the movie is battle goes back I, and forth. I know where you're going. Simon picks up Jefferson, throws him through a bookmobile. Mm-hmm. He comes flying out the other side, an explosion of books. He picks up a book. and He accidentally touches He accidentally book, touches the book. We get the green Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> and it's Bruce Lee's fighting method. So we then have a little bit of over, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Uh, over 30 seconds of fighting, though. Did you time it? <laughs> uh, well, it's well over. But even like even if you're sure. going with... I was just like... No, too yeah, late. It's yeah. uh, and I was just sitting there going, "Why hasn't this stopped?" Yeah, that is the best part of the that story because it, it's, it's really that, Robert Townsend doing all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, good for him to learn that." And it looks good doing it. He he does. Now it fades because that that transfer of knowledge is only it's about thirty seconds. It's exactly so, thirty. So seconds. he goes he goes back to the pile of books and grabs one. Is it Bruce Lee's fighting method? No. 
And what is it, Casey? It's a modeling book. Runway modeling? Why the fuck does a bookmobile have a runway I, modeling? Like, I, so what? I, I immediately went to Wikipedia to see when did Zoolander come out? <laughs> 2001. Yeah, this is so this, well oh, before. This is totally. Well, I guess the look I'm best known for is blue steel. What's that look like? Nobody does their blue steel, though. Nobody does blue steel. A mild bit of homophobia <laughs> when, it passed, when, it, when those powers go away. Eddie Griffin says, 30 seconds. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. Now we, again, have an odd shift in tone. Jefferson is on the ground. He's, he's a little bit kind of at a disadvantage. Simon lifts up a dumpster. It seems like he's going to crush Jefferson. The dog comes running out and barks instructions to which Simon can now understand. Yeah, Jeff, get up, yeah. And Simon instead chooses to throw the dumpster at the dog. And I was here like, <clears throat> yes. when you for this part of the movie, and the noodle's like, did they just kill the dog? <laughs> it was, what the fuck, And you man? were too like, what the? And I did the same thing, did, like, did they kill a dog in this comedy? Horrible, horrible. What the fuck? Yeah. <sighs> Then Simon this, goes power mat. This whole sequence. Well, this he, this sets Robert Townsend off. This sets Jefferson off that they kill this dog. Sure, sure. He John Wicks it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he defeats Simon. Mm-hmm. The gang scatters. Jefferson as Meteor Man because he's he's reappeared in costume. Yeah, Use a little it. little problematic when the, the so like it seems like there are levels to the golden. Why can't I remember their name? The Golden Lords. The Golden Lords. I want to say the Golden Circle. I'm like, that is the There Kingsman. are the Baby Lords. Yes. Okay, they yes. have names? Okay. Yes. So the Baby Lords go to fight Meteor Man, and he runs around and them. And they're literally like, to- they're like seven, yeah. six, seven-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he takes their pants off? And it, it was a little It was a little odd. Keep Bill Cosby away yeah, from them. Oh, that's, that's tough. Again, fuck him. Yeah, I mean... So all of a sudden now the big bad buyers Frank Gorshin shows up <laughs> and uh, you know he's got he's got he's got the United Nations of Crime with mm-hmm. him. Oh, so so racist, right? And not me, the movie. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, not you. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, who stops Buyers Gang from you know opening fire on the neighborhood? Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, it's the gang, in the membrane, the gang that in the brokered the peace. It, you know, midway through the movie, it's right. just so fucking weird. So they have Meteor Man's back, and then they all, walk away, say something like, "Basically, like if you ever need us, we'll be here." Or something. Well, before that, Frank Gorshin's like, "This isn't enough people to beat me." And one of the guys points up, and he's like, "What? What is that?" Like, he's practically taking pieces of the scenery and just putting them in his mouth. He's yeah. chewing it so hard in this, and he sees that all the bloods in the crypts are up there. And he says something about like wanting to take a trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's just a weird. And when that happened, I'm like, wait, is this guy gonna get away? But as they're backing up, the police show up, arrest them. Bill Cosby saves the fucking dog because Jefferson's run out of powers again. He saves the dog, and that's the fucking movie. So weird. Yeah, yeah. So holy fuck! All right, thank God that's done. Well, was such. I found one thing. Okay. In the IMDb notes for this movie. This is not a long episode, which I am fine with. This movie does not deserve our attention. Uh, one thing I found that I just saw, uh, Robert Townsend named his character's real identity, Jefferson Reed, after one of his childhood heroes, his favorite teacher. 
Oh, I mean, and look, I feel again, bad for saying anything bad about he's, that. I mean, again, he's clearly wanting to tell a message there. The problem is the, the message gets in the way. You know, he's not he's not making a good movie first, which will entertain people, which would then allow him to pose a question, get them thinking, educate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, so, so two things. Many scenes appeared in the script and it possibly could have been filmed, but did not appear in the film. These scenes include Simon asking Meteor Man to join him while they are trying to get the Meteor. Uh, with Meteor Man saying never. So like when they both reach sure, for it. The, yep. Join me and together we will rule the galaxy. <laughs> no. Yeah. A scene where Jeff, losing his powers, attempts Jeff, to save a car. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. 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 Honey, I'm Captain America. <laughs> a scene where Jeff is losing his powers, attempts to save a cat, but can't fly. When he finally gets off the ground, he catches the cat, but falls. This is witnessed by Squirrel and Dre, who are about to tell this information to the Golden Lords, but ha- but then is stopped by Jeff. Also, there's a scene where Jeff gets over his fear of heights, a subplot involving Jeff's relationship with his ex, Stacy. Okay, none yeah, of that happened. That, yeah. But here's the real thing. The movie literally does the freeze and movie. Mm-hmm. like It freezes on Meteor Man's smile. The original ending had a more confident Jeff standing up for himself and the community by using his role as a teacher to better everyone's life. Hey, okay, I would have liked that. He even gets approached by Michael, who tells him there's an even bigger piece of the meteor that hit him that was found in Arizona. Uh, The two then agree to to buy plane tickets so that Jeff can get his powers back and once again become Meteor Man. This is followed by Michael trying to talk him into letting him Gets the power so that from the meteor and he can become his sidekick. It ends with Michael throwing out some na- oh God. It, it ends with him throwing out names to him, such as Comet Boy, <laughs> Chocolate Thunder, <laughs> and Flying Wonder. <laughs> why? Why wasn't this in the movie? This would have been a, a better ending. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, right. boy, Casey, that was a movie. That was a fucking movie. Todd, we got some questions? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, who was your MVP? Uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Robert Guillaume. His father is fucking the a. voice of Rafiki? Mor- oh. Mor- he's, you know, he's he is the conscience, he's the moral voice in the character. He stands up to the Golden Lords mm-hmm. when he is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So Casey, who is your MVP? That's Robert Guillaume. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think, you know, in you know in Captain America, Winter Soldier, when they're- Such a better movie. When they're in the elevator and Nick Fury's telling the story. Yeah. Now, every time I watch that, I'm going to see Robert Guillaume as that part. In my oh, yeah. mind canon, as his, it's as Robert his, uh, Guillaume. As his uh, grandfather. Grandfather who worked yeah. at the, as an He's elevator a, operator. Yeah. Granddad loved people, but he didn't trust them very much. <laughs> uh, that's great. You showed him what he had in the bag. You know, now think about Robert Guillaume, his mm-hmm. character. As he, how does he compare to Jonathan Kent as the moral compass for his son? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty close. close. He's a little more like you need. Like he's more excited about his son kicking Shh. the shit out of these gang members. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, um, and again, to be fair, they're in different environments. Sure. Right? Jonathan Kent and Jefferson's father, whose name I don't recall from the- Mr. Reed. Mr. Mr. Reed. Papa Reed. Ted. Ted. Ted, Ted, Ted Reed. Papa Reed, yeah. All right. Casey, who is your favorite character? I know. Oh, oh well, I'm saving mine, but you go ahead. James Earl Jones. Okay. All right. Because he got to have silly moments in the beginning of the movie. 
But then the scene where the neighbor upstairs that we didn't talk about, yep. where he's talking, another kind of social commentary thing, where the cops are trying to get James Earl Jones to say something. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't see anything. And then Jefferson walks up and he says, I saw everything. Yeah. And he starts to cry. That got me a little. I was like, oh, fuck, because yeah. this happens. Sure, sure. And then when he's when they when Simon is about to kill Jefferson, and you've got James Earl Jones just sitting in his room, scared yeah. before he starts, and he's crying. I was like, well, whoa! But, it, but it, you know, so that actually made me a little annoyed. You've got James Earl Jones, who I love as an actor. Mm-hmm. He was crying, but they just cut to him like with tears on his cheeks. Like mm-hmm. you, there must have been a process to get there. Why didn't we get to see any of that? Even if it wasn't a single shot, like uh-huh. intersperse him wrestling with, yeah, you know, like the payoff is not the wet cheeks. The payoff is observing the process. Sure, you know, yeah. So, so fuck that editor. Yeah. <laughs> Who's so, your favorite character? Uh, giving what little entertainment the film had was in <laughs> moments of comedy, and Michael Eddie Griffin's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's the best scene? The best scene is the montage. The it's the it's the costume montage. Sure. Again, yeah. a little bit of humor. Is, yeah. That's a, you're not getting much more out of this movie. No, what, you're not. What's your best? scene? No, it's that. It's the <laughs> costume montage. It's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Casey, what is one scene you would cut? <laughs> I think I hmm, I would cut the the garden. Not so much him. I liked him clearing the garden, uh, clearing the space, and digging the garden and. Somehow having the powers, More powers of storm. that show up. Yeah. Well, first I, he has powers to fertilize the seeds. Yeah. And then call down. Well, rain. not even fertilize. He obviously has some sort of miracle grow. Sure, because sure. The part that I would cut is all of a sudden it is like amusement park level corn. They're so big, and I'm just like, no one can do anything with that. That corn has to weigh a ton. No one can move that. You know, the only thing I the I can't believe I'm going to defend this scene. <laughs> the only thing positive I would say about that is I think it's an interesting commentary on. It subverts the trope. It subverts the expectation that if you if you get superpowers in this, you know, in this neighborhood that is at risk, instead of fighting the crime, he's using his he's powers to improve the community. Sure. Right. I, I was fine so, with. I was fine with the. I, so all I'm cutting is. I wish it was just a regular garden. Gar- that right. We they're giant because they're giant sized. It takes away from. It's the social message he's trying to make. Sure. That it's silly. How No one's going to be able to... That pumpkin is the size of this house. They're, and it's just like, no one's going to be able to do anything with that. The fruits and vegetables are bigger than the episode of Gilligan's Island when they get the radioactive seeds. Remember that? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. What's the one scene you Ooh. would cut? So, you know, the obvious joke aside, you know, it starts with the meteor and spa- asteroid in space. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I got to be honest with you. Why is Byers there? Like, what purpose does Frank Gorshin's character serve? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You would matter. just cut his character? I would cut, yeah, all of that. Maybe just show up at the end? Yeah, like. As a fun, like, L- cameo? So Luther Vandross is <laughs> is one of his other crime lieutenants, but he doesn't speak. He sure and, doesn't. And it's skinny Luther. Yeah, you know, so I, I don't know. It just the, I well, don't understand what what he's pre doing heavy skinny pre heavy because then he right, got skinny. Right, right, right. Todd, who's the actor having the most fun? It is clearly James Earl Jones. The <laughs> the yeah, not the crying scene, not the heavy stuff, but where he's being, he's almost oh, he's macking it to yeah. every girl on that street. Yeah, it's it's James Earl Jones. Yeah, absolutely. He's having so much fun. 
I mean, this is nine years removed. Oh, no, 10 years removed from... Empire? Uh, oh, no, uh, Jedi. Jedi was 83. Wasn't... No, Empire was... It wasn't... 77, 80, and 83. Oh, why did I think Jedi was later than that? No, okay. Jedi's right. A3. Oh, like so, yeah. So, so yeah. 10 years removed from, yeah. and he's, from Jedi, yeah. and he's just like, I am going to make sure no one remembers I was Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly that was it. Well, James, come back and talk to us in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure not to choke on your aspirations. Oh. All oh, right. That line. So we've answered our questions as a reminder. Oh, yeah. 29%. Huh. 35 uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you. I don't. I. I there's a, there's some there's some laughs. It's an impressive cast, and I'm ignoring the the sociological or cultural milestone of this film. Okay, twenty nine ten percent. Oh wow! It's, yeah, it's just <laughs> nothing. Okay, yeah. Watch the kids. Break. Yeah, it's a it's a. You know what? I was talking with the Bean yep. about how I watched this movie, and I was kind of explaining it. I'm like, his powers. That she's like, can I watch this? I said. Yeah, you yeah. can watch this. Yeah, yeah. The gunshot scene is a little intense. Yeah, but, the, but there's no blood. Of, there's there's no, no blood, but still, sure. All of his clothes are shredded. Yeah, yeah. and the 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 noodle came upstairs. Almost watched the whole movie. He he sat down with me before he gets his powers. So it was most of the movie. Okay, and he had some of the same reactions we did. So you can. It's not a good movie, but yeah, they can watch <laughs> yeah, it. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Next, oh, okay. oh what now time listen. is it? Okay, listen. This listen tonight. Tonight we're pulling MCU. We're pulling an MCU movie. Going to pull. I'm just going to reach into Thor's helmet and I'm going to pull. You know, the the power of Asgard is going to. I don't think the All Father is with you. The All Father is totally with me. Okay, all right, here we go. I have here in my hands. I have in my hands a strip. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to just take a quick glance, just to orient it like up and down. Just and I'm just looking for it's a couple. Not. It's not. It's it's not. <laughs> okay, it's not. It's more than three letters. Go for it. Did you see what it was? No, but I know it's not. Oh fuck! Oh no! <laughs> oh we no! <laughs> We've pulled a Marvel movie. <gasps> Wait, I don't. I don't want to watch this. I. I. I don't want to watch this. Is it Punisher Warzone? Fantastic Four. We gotta watch it. The, we gotta watch it. <laughs> what the fuck? How do we? How hey, have we not pulled Iron Man? Hey, how have we not pulled Iron Man? We're watching a Marvel movie, zombie. Uh, you know, this is not fair. We've pulled no, no, some really no. good DC movies. This is this is you trying to fuck with the system Let's, by making l- proportional voting. Listen, th- we sh- we uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I, I swore I would I, never watch this movie pre-podcast. I don't want to watch Someone this asked movie. me once, uh the guy I worked with, I said, "Did you see that Fantastic Four movie?" I'm like, "Nope, and I never will." So, from what I understand, have you seen this? No. No, why from would what, I see this? From what I understand, the first two-thirds of this movie is actually pretty good. The Josh Trank part of it. Yeah. Once he gets fired, and it's very clear reshoots, and the part you can tell is reshoots is Kate Mara's, Mara's, Mara's mm-hmm. wig. Oh. It's very clear that she's suddenly wearing a wig. Yeah. That's when it gets bad. So This okay. has uh, Toby Kebbell, who I really enjoy. Uh, did you see any of the new uh, Planet of the Apes movies? No. Listen, you're not going <laughs> to... Okay, let's... Did you just... see Kong Skull Island? Yes. He's Kong. He oh, is the motion okay. capture for Kong. Oh, w- He's also the one that gets separated from the group. Who the... is? So who is he in this? 
He's uh, Doom. Oh, Doom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the teenage computer hacker well, who, he's calls not teenage. Himself, yeah. who calls himself Doom? Fuck that. All right. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, let's watch this fucking trailer. God okay. <laughs> Dr. Storm, we gave you six years and millions of dollars, and you gave us nothing. What's different now? Reed Richards. He knows answers to questions we don't even know to ask yet. This is our chance to learn more about our planet and maybe even save it. I want you to meet my daughter, Sue. You want to be famous? I just want my work to make a difference. John, read. This guy doesn't take orders well. Yeah, especially from people who say, I don't take orders well. Don't let any of these lab coats give you any crap, all right? Well, if I do, I know who to call. The muscle. I gotta say, it's fun having you here. Really? No. <laughs> what you've created here is incredible. You guys sure you're in the best shape to be doing this? Yeah. yeah. We're good. They just cracked interdimensional travel. physical conditions. I just want to fix my friends. You can't fix this. You should use these powers to help people. You opened a door. You don't know how to close. You don't know anything about what's coming. What is coming? Stop him. It's going to take everything you have. How long until he's in? Two minutes. Might be a little less. <laughs> I'm dead inside. I don't care. <laughs> Why would I care? Why would I care? So uh, this is a perfect example. We we know this movie's not good by the reviews. <laughs> right. This is a Phantom Menace situation. This is, excuse me, this is an Attack of the Clone situation. We all saw Phantom Menace. We saw that trailer. We were blind to that trailer. We're just like, oh my God, it's a new Star Wars movie. Holy sure. fuck. We sat through the movie. I distinctly remember afterwards, my girlfriend in high school, sitting in my car, parked, going, I mean, like, the pot yeah. racing was fun and Darth Maul was was cool. He was cool. But there I was like a lot of he's dead. There's a lot of talk of Trade Federation and I'm very What's confused. What's the midi-chlorians? That, oh, didn't, yeah, that wasn't yeah. cool. And yeah. then when we got to Attack the Clones, I'm like, oh, that trailer for Attack the Clones TSPHC Army, if you have not watched it, go back and watch it, and you will watch that first trailer and go, oh, I want to watch this movie. By the way, don't watch that movie. Don't watch the movie. It's the worst Star Wars movie. Maybe worst Star Wars movie. Solo might be worse. Oh, ouch. Uh, 
So yeah, this trailer, I was like, oh, I'm excited to watch this movie. But in the back of my head, I'm like, warning, yeah. warning. It's like a what? 10% on Rotten Tomatoes? 27. Oh, it went up. It went up. Uh, you know, this annoyed me right at the very end. Like, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to set aside the fact that they just like I feel like the age shift with the Fantastic Four really is jarring. Mm, like from canon. Them, because yeah. Well, this is this is yeah, ultimate. Canon. It's ultimate. I yep. I which so I'm I'm getting my head around that. But it, it, Doom, I'm not even talking about. But even the very well, end. Well, we'll talk the, about it when so we watch the movie. the Fantastic Four logo. What is the Fantastic Four logo? It's a four. It, what's uh, in a f- in a circle? In a circle. It's in a square. It's here. in a fucking square. Like it's wh- almost like you want that old. This isn't get, your daddy's Fantastic give me, Four. Yeah, give me something. We got to see the Baxter Building, which yay. Did you see that they announced Fox people, the executives told their staff that the switchover will happen as early as January 2019. We are mere months away from from maybe I'm I'm, I'm thinking some of the resho- I'm glimmer? thinking some of the reshoots. No. Yeah. I really think they're I reshooting. You you think they're inserting the Fantastic 4 and the X-Men. And the X-Men? I think that's I mean that Maybe not the X Men because well, they want to recast. They want to recast. Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. Did you watch that uh, Dark Phoenix trailer? Yes. <laughs> it is very clear. They're like, we're all out no, of a fucking job right. after this movie. Fuck yeah. this. Do you think the New Mutants will ever get released? Yeah. You think it will? Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Question mark? Well, Dark Phoenix is getting released, though. It got pushed. Like, the first trailer yeah, came but- out and it said it was, no, it got pushed again. Oh, the trailer geez. came out and said March. Yeah. And now they're like, just kidding, it's June. I'm like, just kidding. This yeah. whole summer, summer 2019, we're going to be at the movie theaters every fucking weekend. Yeah. There's literally one. Uh, well, I, are a, we? There's a, well, there's a stretch that's like Captain Marvel. Well, I think it starts with Aladdin, then Captain Marvel, then Lion King, then something else, then Avengers, then something else, something else, then Homecoming or Far From Home. I'm like, Ah, please, yeah. please, I only have so much money. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Well, once again, I will have another beer and drown my bitter, bitter rage of pulling a non-fucking Iron Man movie. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying this. I know. And, you know, we've pulled Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. We've pulled BVS. We we've watched the Christopher Reeve Superman. We've watched three Batman movies. Three Batman movies. Three Superman movies. This is incredibly unfair. Wait, two, two Superman movies. Th- no, three. Oh, 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 Bat. Oh, no, three. Man of Steel, BVS, and Christopher You're right. Reeve. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> three and three. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and meanwhile, we pulled the Red Brown as Captain America. But we didn't even pull. We planned. What if we pull oh. the Salinger? Captain America next week. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking rage quit. I don't know. I don't know if I could flip the counter because it's connected to the floor. I'm gonna try. I will try a counter flip. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I just in the back of my head, I've already said it once. I'm just hoping Dustin is so pissed because he's the one who put the phrase proportional voting out there. And I know that's what it's called. Blah blah yeah, blah. But that swayed some people. So Dustin, this is your fault. No, listen. We we have not yet pulled six movies from the helmet with the new rules. We have a one in six chance of pulling an, an MCU movie. So next movie we're going to pull Iron Man. So that'll then I that'll, love that you think start, that. Then we'll start on that I path. I love that you think that that's not okay. 
So, Todd, where can people yeah. find you on social media, should you wish to be found? I will be sitting here nursing my my sorrow <laughs> on my own website, where I write about a variety of topics, geeky and non, which is tmpinsyr.com. Also on Instagram and Twitter with the handle tmpinsyr. Casey, where can you be found on the interwebs, should you wish to be found? On Twitter, I can be found at NotRyanCasey. On Instagram, you can find me at not.ryancasey. I also remember, we never talk about that we have an Instagram account for the Superpod Hero cast. We should, yeah. Well, well, let's, maybe we should let people know. What's that. all the social media stuff for the, the TSPHC? What do you get? What, what do we got? We got, okay, on Instagram, you can find us at Superpod Hero cast. You can also email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com because... Only Cap writes letters. Tony. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash superpodherocast. A lot of stuff on there. Our own website, tsphc.com. It's got uh, the movie list, including all these movies that we're pulling other than Iron Man, as well as uh, bonus episodes <laughs> for, all of our, for all of our episodes and some additional content, things we're talking about. <sighs> and with that... Uh, so that's a movie. That's a movie. <laughs> yeah. And well, we- that's a... Series of scenes that were filmed, filmed. And put together to be released theatrically. Theoretically. So that'll do it for the Super Pod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be heroic. No, it's me. Oh, I'm sorry. Your Todd. Your line is. My line Todd. is Todd. Todd. Oh shit. <laughs> clean audio on that one. <clears throat> That's how we say it in the biz, right? <laughs> clean audio. Clean, audio. clean tech. Clean tech.